Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. One that my lifelong obsession with psychology and philosophy has given me a whole lot of information that other people who are not as obsessed as I am just might not have, but could benefit from. The second reason I started this podcast is because I have found frequently that when something is up in my world, when I'm struggling with something or curious about something, and I'm sharing that with others, other people are kind of going through something similar or they have in the past, or it plants a seed for something that's gonna show up for them in the future. As much as we are all deeply unique, because there's never been and never will be anyone like us, there's so many ways in which we're all so alike There's so many aspects of the human condition of just being a person in a body on a planet that means that we're often experiencing very similar things. And because we are sharing this reality together in time, there are going to be things that are floating in the ether, bobbing around the collective unconscious that we're all picking up on. You know, I think about how certain national anniversaries resonate through a whole population, even if we're not all thinking about it, or that sense of dread that we sometimes get. And then we look at the news and we find out, oh dear, sweet deities, there's been another mass shooting. So it is my hope that as I continue to share random things that I think are cool or interesting or useful, but also when I share what's on my deck for curiosity or exploration, that possibly it resonates with you. And based on the feedback that I've been getting, that's often the case. You know, not everything resonates with everybody all the time, but some of the things resonate with most of you. And so thank you for being here and thank you for letting me know that the podcast has been a service to you, that you are getting benefit from it. As much as I enjoy doing this because I enjoy exploring these ideas, having you tell me that you are getting benefit from it makes it worth it for me to just keep showing up even on those times when it feels difficult. So thank you. And I never get tired of hearing it. So, you know, if you're like, Hey, I told you this before, but I really appreciate this podcast. I'm here for it. (laughs) And thank you for sharing with others. I get so tickled when I check the stats, which I do very irregularly. I'm not here. I'm not here for the for the ego boost. But when I see like a new country pop up on the map, I'm like, whoa, that person's like in eight time zones away and we're sharing an experience. That is so cool. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And I just want to remind you that if you live in the state of Arizona and you would like therapy, individual therapy, I can do that for you. So check the show notes for how to get in touch with me. All right. What's up for me? Guys, Dudes, dudettes, non-binary lovelies. I get sad sometimes that I'm not enlightened. I really do. I really do. 
I know that there is a higher level of consciousness available. And I think maybe that's always true. I think there is always a higher level of consciousness available. But I really notice, I really notice, um, I notice that there's a level of consciousness that's just right above my head right now. And I haven't gotten there. It reminds me of, there's this great uh, quote, I guess it's more than a quote, the statement from Ira Glass about art. And he says that one of the hardest parts of being an artist or a creative person is that there will be, there will come a period where your taste exceeds your talent. You will reach a point where you know what great art is and you know you are not making it. And you have to keep persisting through your look at your own creations and recognize that they match your taste. I think the sad part about creative people is that I don't know many great artists who actually think that they're great, not personally. Maybe they're people who recognize, oh, I had that moment or, you know, you're able to go, hey, now I'm really proud of that. But I think for most of us, there's always this, this just out of reach, luminous, ideal, you know, Plato's shadows on a cave. We're looking at the shadows on the cave and we know that there's this light out there and we're just striving toward it. The paradox of, of joy, the paradox of happiness is to be able to know that there's another level of beauty, another level of creativity of joy, of happiness, or in my case, of enlightenment, and continue to work toward it without being upset or angry or sad about your current level. It's to know that there is more great art available inside of you and continue to appreciate the art that you are making now. So one of my beliefs about what enlightenment, enlightenment is, I have so many accents stored in my head, sidebar. You know, I grew up as an army brat, so I lived a lot of places and I acquired all the accents of the places that I lived. And there are times when things just come out and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Anywho, enlightenment transcends and includes everything. Enlightenment transcends and includes everything. It's being the wave and the ocean. It transcends and includes everything. And yeah, I ain't got that yet. <laughs> I ain't got that yet. I had an ego attack recently where I kind of felt like someone was coming for me. As they say on the, on the street, uh, that someone was coming for me. And my impulse, my instinct was to crush them like a little bug. I didn't do it, but I figured out how I could. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's what enlightenment looks like. Enlightenment would look like, or some piece of it would look like noticing the ego attack without judgment and noticing my impulse to retaliate without judgment. And so as I think about my own disappointment in my own level of consciousness. I think about how 
we do that to ourselves so often in whatever it is that we are wanting to create. You know, we get a four pack of abs and we're upset with ourselves for not having a six pack, forgetting how proud we were when we got our first two pack, right? It's why silver medalists are deeply unhappy, but bronze medalists are thrilled. Bronze medalists are thrilled just to medal. They made it to the podium. Gold medalists are thrilled because, well, hey, you're the best in the world. But silver medalists are like, ah, oh, 10 point, 10 tenths of a second, and I could have been the gold medalist. That's what we do to ourselves all the time. Instead of being joyful, we're silver medalisting ourselves. Instead of being ecstatic, ecstatic that we've come so far and done so well, we're like looking at that gold medal and going, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And what most athletes will do is they're like, okay, that was yesterday's race, back to training. And they put their focus on the here and now to prepare for the future. I think we could all learn a lesson from that. So to use my particular, the bludgeon I'm using on myself today, um, being bummed about not being enlightened. <laughs> it sounds ludicrous when I say it, but I bet if you said your stuff out loud, it would sound ludicrous to you too. I think about this Buddhist parable where the seeker goes to the teacher and says, teacher, how long will it take me to achieve enlightenment? And the teacher says, looks him up and down and goes, mm, 10 years. And then the, the seeker says, but what if I work really, really, really hard at it? And the teacher says, 20 years. The path to enlightenment is the path of allowance. Enlightenment transudes, transudes, <laughs> transcends and includes everything. The good, the true, the beautiful, the ugly, the wretched, the horrible. Enlightenment has just as much space for a pile of garbage as it has for a painting in the Louvre. Enlightenment has just an, as much space for pain as it does for ecstasy. So how are you judging you? Where is your taste exceeding your talent? Where are you focused on the, I can see it, I know it's possible, why aren't I there yet? In some ways, especially those of us in Western cultures, ambitious cultures, not even Western ones, ambitious cultures, where you are what you produce. Your measurement of your value is by how, what your title is on your business card or how much money you make or how hot people think you are or whatever it is. We tend to, am I there yet? 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 And then you get the thing. Oh, that's not as rewarding as I thought. What next? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? So my invitation to me and to you is to get back into the paradox of both and love and appreciate where you are. 
take joy in how far you've come and with clear eyes acknowledge that there's more possibility available for you. There's more art to create. There are more levels of love and appreciation to create in your relationships. There are more people to love. There's more enlightenment to achieve. There's always more. There's also always less. So if we can just love what is, even while keeping our eyes on the prize of what more we can create, how much joy can we have in the process? So that's my invitation to me and to you. Let's not silver medalist ourselves. If we're getting silver medals, woo, howdy. If we're even in the race, woo, howdy. It's good to be alive. It's a gift. Life is a gift. And I know some of you are like, whew, given what's going on on the planet right now, I'd like to return it. Yeah, that's one point of view. And the other point of view is, how can I love what is while creating what I would prefer? How can I love what is while creating what I would prefer? How can I prefer what I prefer without getting upset that I don't have it? Both and. Both and. And so that's it. That's all I have to share with you today. I do appreciate you being here, especially you. Yeah, I don't know you. You know why? I have it on good authority that you are completely amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People talk. I've heard. You are kind of, I don't mean to say, you know, I don't want to be extreme or anything, but like superb, actually. And darn good looking, too. Remember, you are, in fact, whole, perfect and complete right now, even while you expand and grow and change. And you are worthy and deserving of a life so glorious, it transcends even your own imagination. Thanks for being here. See you next time.